Welcome back to the episode of Can't Handle the Heat. We got a late one here. For those of our followers who know about the late, late podcast, they know it gets weird, they know it gets funny, they know it gets fun, and let's get freaky out here. It's your boy G Swiss, the sex symbol of autism. Joined by, to my left here, Joey, the big CEO. Hit it, Joey! Right here, baby. I'm here, fueled by... <laughs> Dr. Price's Dude. electrolytes. I, you know, we couldn't Big shout out to our sponsor. <laughs> that was and our big partner, Dr. Price Electrolyte Mix. I just hit that. That's what it straight through my brain. <laughs> Fueled me. We're going to get into this past weekend. We use this. There's one match I didn't use it, and I paid the price for it. I'll tell you that if you guys mm -hmm. are watching. Um, super hydration formula. This stuff is the real shiza, okay? Mm. This tropical mix is my favorite. I mix this with... Lemon lime sometimes, a little, a little what mixture, else you mix a little with? blend. I mix it with all kinds of things. A little ooze juice. A little ooze juice. A little ooze juice. Love that. Fire love for it. you. I love that for <laughs> you. And of course, here we got through the cyber networking of thank God for internet age, Hawaii's chosen child, Micah Ma. Micah, man. Always Woo, happy to have bro. you on, brother. Cruising, bro. How about yourself? You're on, you're, you're on one today, that's for sure. Hey, it's late night, baby. It's late night. Late night gauge. That's when it gets freaky. Let's get weird here. Let's get weird. Let's get freaky. Um... So this is when we usually talk about Shano news. Unfortunately, can we have a moment of silence for Shano? Five seconds. Can we bow our heads? Thank you. Shano will not be joining us today. I don't know where he is. Probably on 21st Street getting hammered. I don't know what he's doing. He's just having a good time. Uh, maybe he's teaching the cakeys down he's at Manhattan Hob Beach. down at his swimming lessons. What? Hob, he and Hob have swimming lessons together. They don't know how to swim? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Tim Hovland in What? Him. They don't know how to swim? No. This is in. Shana doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> they apparently would swim together. Can you explain together. that? Um, Tim Hovland, legendary beach volleyball player in the U.S., partners with Mike Dodd, um, was uh, all summer, we, we live in the community with them, and all summer all they would do is talk about how they would swim together at the lap pool at the, one of the local private clubs. And so everybody joked around that they had swim lessons together. <laughs> Why don't they just swim in the ocean? <laughs> and it's still, and I'm in the chat still, the group chat with the whole group from the South Bay, and all they talk about is swim lessons all the time. So, <laughs> well, more power to him, more power to him. With that, like I said, we don't, we may not have Shano, but we still have Shano news. And with that, uh, I'm be honest, guys, I'm gonna confess something about our system. There are times where we do horrendous job of covering the um, uh, the women's volleyball side, like the world championships and stuff. And that's on me because I take full blame for that. Moment of silence for Gage, five seconds, please. Okay, thank you. Micah, thank you for bowing your head. I'm really feeling that. Um, actually, before we get into that, really, really, we should really quick, quickly recap our week or weekend. We had, we had games. Micah had games with cows. Remind me back in Bulgaria. Thank you for that. Um, for us, we went one and two on the weekend. After the first match, we played all our starters. Then we didn't play all our starters. It was kind of, I don't know. Uh, we were just kind of testing new stuff out. So if we had our starters, I feel confident and everything like that. We're looking good. Still a lot of, we're still very young. Still a lot of stuff to work out on. Joe, anything you have to add to that? Nothing much. I think a lot of people actually watch from out of system. Yeah. Like out of system Thank you guys so much watching. for watching. So big shout out. Um, but yeah, we played a lot of familiar faces this weekend. It's really cool. Big shout out, first of all, to Bounce House and Spontent. Mm -hmm. Put on an amazing event in the Bundesliga. Um, really cool event. And everybody's hoping that they continue that uh, for future years. I think overall is really, really good feedback. Shout um, out to Bounce heard. House. Yeah, Bounce House does an incredible job out. for volleyball. They like um, and they do like good, every yeah. they have weekly show. Like every day there's a show, like a lot and everything. They do a really cool job. Um some people have different mixed feelings about it. I think it's great for the sport. Even though, you know, sometimes they maybe cross 
lines on the love that <laughs> getting the people's personal lives. Um, but I think it's overall pretty cool to see. <laughs> Wait, what? You don't see that in the Dex, what's happened dating, the past? your sexual everything. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah. They Look they into get it. into everybody's like past and everything. They dig deep into people. Dating profiles. Really? We'll pull it up. Oh, we'll yeah. find it up. Oh yeah. What? They love Gage's no Instagram. Idea. They yeah. love Gage's Instagram. It's a walking meme. Um, but in terms of the weekend, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, just I think we were up and out. We're a young team, and so I think it was pretty clear though the style that we have to play. Because we always talk about that, especially with us, like, what do we have to play? What are we going to be able to do? What are we not going to be able to do? I think it became pretty clear what we have to get better at in certain areas. What's that, Joe? Really quick recap. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious from what we've done in practice. We block defense. Mm-hmm. Just block defense. It's so important because what people don't understand, professional volleyball, Milan Zarkovic, our assistant in Hawaii, he was adamant, and he always told me this. He's like, the best middle blockers – they're not good. He. It doesn't matter how they one on one. Yeah, they'll, you'll make plays here and there. The best middle blockers in medium situations, high ball situations, when it's clear, everybody knows the ball is going through you, and that's when you have to be like, that's when you block balls. That's when you like, and that's what. And he trained our middles at Hawaii. Pat Gasman, um, Dalton Solberg. They were all pretty legit at that. And I think that even after I left the middles, you watch them. It's like in the clear situations where you know where the ball is going, you have to be good, still, straight. And the ball can't pass through you. Um, and that for us was a uh, weakness. Our just All of our blockers, our front court blockers, are just so much block out um, on our side of that. And that's just not going to be – and Lunenburg in general, the club that we play for, is historically known for uh, – and Stefan as a coach, historically known to be one of the best blocking teams. So I'm not super concerned about it. We work a lot on it. We've done a lot of work this week on it already, and I think that's going to continue. We need to, we'll see how that progresses. So if you guys are watching our team, be on the lookout for that because that's what we're doing a lot of work Meow. The kitty purrs. Micah, update us. Talk dirty. Talk nice to me. Uh, So we had a away game. We actually played two games. We played one Saturday at home. Um, we played against a team, Devilly. Went well. Uh, won 3-0. And then went on an away trip. Actually, a really sick trip to... Some place in the east. I'm not exactly sure what it's called. The team that we played is Tursad. Um, but flew like an hour out of Ankara to the east and then took like an hour bus ride to the hotel. And then the hotel was like an hour 15 away from the match. And it's this huge what? lake. It's the Dude, it's this huge lake that we're on. It's like really – it's actually a really cool place. Um, it's like the biggest – mineral lake like volcanic lake in turkey or so i don't yep. know it's but it's it's, it's huge it's huge and then like right next to the lake there's like farmland and it was really sick i was like this is a pretty sweet spot not a lot of people um and then yeah if you guys saw on my instagram story we had some traffic on the way like we we're just starting to go really slow and i was playing games so i we we're playing a game called truco uh, it's an Argentinian card game. Shout out to our, anyone from Argentina that listens. Um, I was playing it in the back of the bus, and all of a sudden they're like, "Dude, Michael, look look at what why we're going so slow, and the place is just packed with cows." So, yeah. I was right by the gym, and then <clears throat> got to the gym, and this place, I, dude, first away trip lived up to the hype. The crowd was insane, like not. A ton of people. The gym wasn't that big, but the acoustics in there like had a huge echo. Like, if you're yelling in there, you can hear it, and it was. 
packed to the brim and freaking loud. And these guys are whistling. And like when we were on the bench, we had to move from the bench to the court and like had to talk at the court because we couldn't hear like, and like, you're just like, your ears are ringing. You're like, oh, I can't hear nothing. So it was a really fun experience. They played super well. Uh, I have a feeling that they're going to take a lot of points from people um, going there and visiting there because it's just a tough environment. Like I said, the travel is not as clean. Um, so, we, but we won three one. Not the prettiest volleyball. Um, Win. Also, it makes me think of something really quickly. <clears throat> on a tangent here, I think if you're building a volleyball gym, you should probably consult with a volleyball player. Because I've seen so many new gyms now have like huge flaws. Where you're like, what? How did you put this much money into something and not like design it for the thing that it's supposed to be doing? I don't know if you guys have run into the same thing, but this gym was first off like concrete and then on top of it's the Terraflex, which is fine. If you can't like have wood, that's fine. But the lights were super strong and only on one side. So we actually won the coin toss and changed sides because as a setter or like you can't see the the lights are super strong and coming straight. I, I lost the ball a hundred times. Um, and it's just like, why would you not consult with someone that's like, hey, I have an idea. Like, why don't we put the like lighting's pretty important for volleyball. Why don't we pay attention to that? That happens a lot. I that's mean, a rant, but yeah, it happens way too there's often. There's a lot of new like gyms. new new yeah. gyms. Like, I'm not gonna ask you to change like an old gym for sure. I get it. It is what it is, and I actually like that sometimes. Like, it adds some character. But if you just built a brand new gym, and you didn't take the time to like try and make it like sport oriented and you know it's sport oriented then just seems like we're missing a step here yeah well that's just that's all politics too it's like we just don't even think about that how many people make decisions in sports that have no idea <laughs> people make no idea about the sport that's fair <laughs> they were talking about the other day even on the nfl the whole cte thing especially now with the a lot of stuff that's popped up um, with like Cameron Brait and then Tua, um, obviously. I mean, the NFL has spotters um, at every single game, both on the field and they have up on up at the top of the stadium with like binoculars to spot when somebody gets hit in the head. They like can pull, they pull them, and they have to give it get. Uh, they have to get evaluated by an independent um, doctor on on the sideline, and they're saying. Like the argument at first, because people didn't have any idea like who these people were, but they came to find out that they are like retired athletic trainers typically. But there was like this rumor going around that it's just random like doctors people. and stuff, people <laughs> who never were in football, so they have no idea even what uh, to be looking for. Um, but for the most part, most of them have. I think they have to have some experience in football. Um, I don't think it's a requirement, but wow, typically they do. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Even though it isn't like a requirement that they had to be in football, I, they typically do. They said so. I think that's important. Like they have to like know the sport to be able like and those, because that's a job. Literally, you could take the best player out of the game. Like if they say he has to be out of the game, they have to come out of the game in a really important game. Take the starting quarterback out, and yeah. so these people really have to understand uh, what they're doing because they're dealing with millions of dollars on the line. And so many players. How do you like? How many workers do you have? Well, you just watch what's on the field you're not watching the bench like 
Yeah, but there's still a lot going on. With they they have a play. lot. They have people on the sideline and up above. So, with that being said, Joe, let's get into the Shano news. Oh, Shano news. World championships. Let's get into Hashtag it. Hashtag Shano. Yeah, women's Great world Shano. championships going on right now. Um, we're speaking to you guys Thursday. So if you guys um, are giving us crap for not being up to date on something that happened on Friday, this is Thursday. Um, there's currently come at us, bro. Currently, China Netherlands is going on right now. China's up two one. Um, huge matchup there. It's pretty interesting though, because women's uh, world championship still uses the old format where there's two pool play groups. Um, they go first and second round of pool play, and then a bracket play, where men just went one pool play and then a uh, round of sixteen, and you went from there. So mm -hmm. they're in their second round of pool play currently right now. Two big groups, top four teams from each group get out, uh, and then into an eight-team bracket. Uh, USA lost last night 3-0 to Poland in Poland, which is interesting. Poland's not – I mean, they have one of the top setters in the world. But besides that, typically not within uh, usually one of the top teams competing for medals in any type of major international competition. So that was interesting. Of course, playing in Poland is super difficult. Uh, and I think our women, you can tell they're a little bit tired, a little bit fatigued. Um, but they're also playing with a new couple new players in certain roles, and they're missing players from their gold medal team last summer. Um, so, with that being said, like Ali Franti playing on the outside, she's a Penn State alum. She was a stud there um, all four years. You have bro. When I was when I was doing the USA stuff at the end of summer, when I was just talking to her. I had no idea who she was. Usually, I know like every single person in there. I was, I was like, I was like, is this girl a manager? Cause she's not dressed out or something <laughs> like this. She wasn't dressed out. She wasn't anything like that. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, where'd you go to school? And she's like, guess. I was like, I don't know. And eventually, I got down to Penn State. And then I, she, I gave her like, where all were the you? Of where are you talking to her? The USA. Uh, the I don't lunch. know, but like where? Lunch. A oh, lunch. It was okay. me and Mason. We were talking. I'm like, oh. And then I saw her on the TV. I'm like, oh, let's go play some volleyball. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she can play. Mm, she's got potential. <laughs> and that's a lot. You know, you should really take that seriously. Coming from. Moi, you know. Um, sorry, Joe. Keep the updates coming. Sorry, I just had to say that. Sorry, I. I oh, there's a cat. There's a cat. You, anyone just see that? Cat's <laughs> got the zoomies. <laughs> you ever seen that Leonardo DiCaprio? I mean, whistle. Or you know, there's a cat. Cat. Um, finishing the update though from the World Championship. Currently, you have in the first group. Currently, uh, Italy in first, Brazil in second, China in third, and Belgium in fourth. Uh. And those would be the four teams going through as of today. Again, China's up about a t probably going to take three points, it looks like right now, which would move them into second place ahead of Brazil. Uh, in the other pool, you have Serbia, Turkey, and USA, and Poland currently in positions to move on, but it is a close race for that last sort of spot. Canada fighting there. Shout out Emily Maglio, Emags, Mags. But USA, they're sitting right now in the third position. So they're still okay. Um, definitely, they have to play Turkey still. And they still Turkey A, Joe. Turkey A. Turkey A. I'm sorry. And they still have to play uh, Thailand, who has been difficult to beat all, uh, all tournaments. So two tough matches for the U.S. to finish off the group. They're going to have to win. They're not through quite yet. Um, so they'll, be after, they'll have to be ready to go here. Question. Intellectual question, actually. Okay. If you're from Thailand, are you? Wait, are you Thai or is it Taiwanese? My best guess is that you're Thai. From yeah, Thailand. wait, Thai, Thai, Taiwanese, Taiwanese is Taiwan. Taiwan. Ooh, rough. 
that's not gonna make me look smart. <laughs> but you're Thai. I'm from Thai. Like what are you? I'm Thai. You know what I'm saying? That just I've never heard that, have I? And I've, you're and from I've, Thailand. You know what I'm saying? And you're Thai. Cage. I'm, that's not going to make me look too good. <laughs> I'm Landian. <laughs> get the Thai part. I'm Oceanic, actually. Uh, Joe, thank you for the update. Always a pleasure. Again, five seconds for Shano for No Shano News. Maybe bow. Thanks for bowing, Joe. Always a pleasure. Thank you, though, Micah, for, for taking the bow. Um, let's get into it. Overseas Shiza, presented by Hit It, Joe. Dr. Price's electrolytes, the best electrolyte out there on the market. You can get it on Amazon out of system for 20% off. 20, baby. 20% off. Not 10. A lot of people have been using this recently. A lot of people have been happy, and a lot of people have been hydrated with that super hydration formula. It's our favorite. It's our favorite flavor, tropical. Like I said, put it in just about anything. Also, I want to say that we are trained professionals, so if you inhale it like Joe just did in that first opening shot, we are trained professionals. Please do not do this at home. Drink it responsibly because with great power comes great responsibility. Micah, overseas Shiza, get after it, buddy. All right, overseas Shiza. Now, the first thing that came to mind today was actually food. Mm. Culinary, culinary experience of the world. Culinary experience. Uh, and so I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna too. talk about. Uh, I'm gonna talk about my my top three things that I've had overseas. Oh, <clears throat> talk nice to me. One of them is a sentimental thing, and oh, that man. is a tartelette fraise. What? No. Yes, tartelette fraise. It's a French pastry. That every t- every day after after weights, I would get it no matter what. And actually, on days that like we had off Sunday, I it's the only place I would go. Like a lot of times Sundays, I'm like no. Actually, I'd play pickup basketball on Sundays um, <laughs> at the park. But your clubs demise. <laughs> Club I, loved that. Yeah, they didn't know that. They didn't know that actually. Um, but I would drive like 10, 15 minutes just to this one place to get a tartelette fraise. It's basically like this like small round pie that's like got the normal pie crust got like a nice cream mm. and some strawberries and a little like honey it's amazing look at him he can taste it he can taste it look at and i'm face. not a food guy i'm not a huge but i'm actually slowly becoming i'm becoming a food guy which is nice you, you have to when you travel bro yeah also we're just maturing and now i'm being able to understand like there's levels to this, you know? Before, it was like hamburgers. There's levels hamburgers. to this. That's like one of our models. And like show. steak's a steak. And now you can really like, you know, you can taste the quality. So <clears throat> that's my number one because that's, uh, that's just something that I just remember so vividly. Number two is chug kebab. I hope I'm saying what? that correct. Chug Dude, kebab. Incredible. We went the other day with our athletic trainer. And he and we were supposed to go with someone else from Turkey, uh, and they Turkey, looked yeah. it up and was like, and they're like, this is way too far. So we drove like, we live in a pretty big city. We drove like 25 minutes out of the city, and we're like, what are we doing here? But the further we drove, we're like, the better this place must be because if we're coming this far, it must be unbelievable. I think it's, it's like, it was this huge piece of meat that they're cooking on a fire. It looked like a family was doing this. And they're slicing like the tiniest slices off this huge meat and they run a skewer through it and it's just all you can eat. And it's that 
some bread and like some sauces and that's it. And they only serve that. Like the second you sit down, they just start bringing it. I think it's lamb. Yeah. But if unbelievable. It's, yeah, it's lamb. It was unbelievable. So, so like that's my number two. So it's like a kebab with thin piece of meat, bread and sauce. Yeah, but dude, I'm telling you, it's not. I believe you. Hey, I believe you, brother. It's not. It's not just that. Sounds like Pigwitch. Anyways. Hey, Matt's right. Oh, and three Pigwitch, dude. <laughs> yeah, and, actually, and number one. <laughs> number, the true number one. <laughs> Frick. Pigwitch is legit. Shout out to Kansas City. Shout out to Coach Reed, Andy Reed. Uh, with the hookups. Shout out to Coach Andy Reed for showing us Good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. And Triple D's. Guy. Yeah. And then number three actually is pretty simple. It's a French baguette from a place called Grand Foie that I used Grand Frey that I used to grocery shop at and me and Zana would get two baguettes and we would drive 15 minutes home and two times we arrived home and had eaten both baguettes and turned around and went back to the store that's how good they were there's just something about the water something about I don't know what they're doing I don't Special know how water. it's possible what even New York no but it, no the New York bagel is about <laughs> the water I'm guessing it's something to do with I don't know what it is because no one else is making baguettes like that. No one else. He's dirty so, water. He's dirty. Those are my three. If you guys are in <laughs> France and you guys see a tortillette fraise, get it. What Think the? And it's just it's literally just it's like a normal French, uh, flawless baguette. Yeah, dude. Right out the oven. Ooh. I'm telling you, dude. The bread, the bread is just unreal. I believe that. Which I don't I get how that. it could be that much better than other people's bread. I think it was you who told is. me the 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 bread and the cheese are just next level in France. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are pretty good. They are pretty good. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'll well, thank you for the overseas shiza. Always, I like how we all throw a kind of twist on the overseas shiza. I just kind of crap on Eastern Europe. Joe kind of comes with a lot more experience. Talks about a lot about coaching a lot of the time and all of this other high level store stuff like that. Still very funny stories. Mega comes in with a little more optimistic mindset. Ah, cultural. Like for example, cultural. Thank you very much. I like I like what we're doing here. Get okay, the yin yang. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> chi going on. You know what I'm saying? I like the energy that's flowing around this place right now. I'm feeling uh, late night podcast too. While we're at it, all right. Let's get into it. Let's get into our next and last and final segment here. Let's get into we have we the last two podcasts we've been doing top ten. People like on TikTok. Also, if you're not listening, if you're not following us on TikTok, what are you doing, man? Our TikTok. We're going to be TikTok famous, okay? So make sure you go on TikTok. Make sure you follow us. It's not just pod clips, right? So if you're like, ah, the podcast is like 30, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, you know? I just want to, you know, watch like a 60-second or less video. Bam, there you go. All the best stuff is also on TikTok. And sick-ass volleyball content, we provide it for us on TikTok. Because what are you trying to become? TikTok famous. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Really the inspired. longer this podcast has gone, the lower you've gotten in your chair. I know. I've realized that. I've intentionally done that. <laughs> like, By the I, end I of it, I'm going to be on my Slowly ass. disappearing from my screen. <laughs> this is like this is like wedding crashers, Will <laughs> Ferrell. <laughs> ah, me, no, Joe did that. When we did our test run, Joe had this on. He has a green rope. I tried to get him to wear it, but he wouldn't wear it because he's wearing that oof, mad respect. Um, 
and he and he and he did it. And I have the video of it. It's awesome. Anyway, let's talk about it. Michael, you brought it up. You want to talk about the top three countries of all time volleyball wise. Now, what are we gonna take into account? Yes, we can take into our recent recency bias is a thing, but we're not gonna let us affect us intellectuals. Take one look at us. You can see there's three intellectuals around the around the I don't know, the podcast right now. As I say that, I'm going to stoop one further because I'm a man of my word. Now, with that, can you even see me, Micah? Yeah, yeah, I can, I can. All right, it's awesome. With that being said, we got to take into culture. We got to take into history. And obviously now it plays a big role because if it's dead right now, you know, like I said, recency bias does play a role. With that being said, Micah, the man of the hour, Hawaii's chosen son, hit it off, buddy. Okay, so number one, I do have to say Italy. Um... I think, obviously, the league has been the strongest for a while. Um, <clears throat> the school of volleyball in Italy is, like, really strong. A lot of coaches are um, really well-known and are going around and coaching a lot. Um, the culture, the fans, the history. Like, I mean, it's been an amazing league for since Karch was going there and even before, probably. Um so my number one's Italy, and they just won the World Championships. Um, they got a good young team, um, so they're going to be pretty scary for a while. Number two for me is Brazil. Um, the league right now, I don't, I, I don't hear as much about Shambles. it. I don't know if it's – I think it's it's an economy kind of thing. Um, but they've just always had so many amazing players. They've changed the game with um, – that class of Giba, Dante, Ricardo, um, that whole era was just one of the strongest eras, I think, of a, of a national team um, that we've seen. It's just that team was so amazing and so sick. Um, so I think Brazil is second. And uh, gosh, I, I want to put Poland as an honorable mention because they're just right now they're killing the game. And it's just like if they can continue this for a few more years, they're going to be in the top three for sure. It's just that. And more on, just on the men's side, though. Besides on the men's, men's side, men's indoor, they're good in other areas, but they're not like. Yeah, on the on the men's side, I think that if no, but it's special. It's becoming pretty special. So. So that's that an honorable to, mention. That's an honorable mention, and it was between them and I think USA. Uh, I think just because of the history, uh, USA created volleyball. So I, where Joe? That's true. Massachusetts. Bingo. Where though? Same same YMCA. Same YMCA as uh, Naismith, who created basketball. Basketball. Did you You know that? Same YMCA. I think I learned that on on some other podcast. Do you know why though? You know why they created it? Because they were lazy and they didn't want to move. And they were fat. They were sitting in chairs. That was why really? volleyball was created. Yeah, they started <laughs> off in chairs because they were lazy. They didn't want to have to move. And that's how volleyball was created. Bingo. So here we are, three lazy dudes. Good man. Um, One slipping out of his chair. So, yeah, it started volleyball. Uh, it was super, I mean, in the 80s. Started beach volleyball, too. Started beach volleyball. Where? Show some respect, boys. Where did beach volleyball start? Outrigger. Um, on the shores, on the shores of Igapono. So yeah, we yeah, damn, we started the damn sport. Not we, sorry. We sport, uh, we US, started all the USA, damn sports. 
USA yeah. started the damn sport. That's pretty special. Okay, so then for sure USA is in there. Uh, we take a big hit that we don't have a professional league. Uh, huge hit. That's a huge. Hit. A huge, a huge hit. But I mean, the is that crazy? The woman. We started the, the sport. The women's professional league is coming. It's got it winter is coming, dude. And also, all the money I hear, everybody invested out, in the way they're going about it. I think it's going to be sustainable. Yeah, it's not just a, like dump club, a bunch of money and club, see if it happens. Volleyball, yeah, yeah, yeah. clubs make so much money. It's huge, and they're going to be so able to it's tie in sponsors into it. Yeah, Joe and the, on top. the woman's side, yeah, they're legit. That's a good list, Micah. On the beach side too, yeah. Beach in Brazil too, yeah. I don't know if Italy's number one. Those are my top three in no order. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So you you stole a lot of mine. Wow, obviously. dude. You stole some I, I don't think. Too. Well, it's hard to go outside of that. No one's gonna get my third because one, it's number one for me. Though is Brazil. Um, culture. Um, just how popular the actual athletes are in the play, in the country of Brazil. Mm, I think is that's incredible. a really good point. That's it's a such really a point. crazy market there for volleyball. Um, like I'm just seeing all the time, Bruno's hanging out with Neymar and all the, like these people are, they're on the same level in Brazil. You don't like in volleyball in any other country. You don't see, definitely don't see volleyball players in the U S hanging out with LeBron James and, and, uh, we hang out with Tom Richard Brady Jefferson, like bro. <laughs> like you're, they're not hanging out with like those type of, and, shout and, out RJ Yeah, in Brazil. Like that's the stand. It's like the top athletes are hanging out with the volleyball players, which is insane to me. Um, but even just the rich history, like you said, what's crazy, I think, is also the uh, um, that era of Brazil volleyball. The U.S. beat them, which is crazy. The U.S. team that was that able to insane. beat them in the gold medal final um, and whooped them. They didn't just beat them. They smacked them. Um, and so uh, Brazil's number one for me. Uh, number two, I was going to go. I just flipped your one and two, Italy. Uh, I think Italian volleyball has just such a rich history, um, and it's really difficult to surpass that. I I was just talking – I forgot who I was talking to the other day. You just look at the, the top leagues in the world and how they're u- able to use those leagues just to foster their national team. They're the top national teams too. The top leagues are the top national teams right now in the world on the men's um, – on the men's side uh, more so, obviously, because the women with our team being number one, we don't have a pro team, pro league. <laughs> but uh, on the men's side, it's like – they really use their leagues to kind of foster. They bring all the best athletes and their youth. Their youth, like Trentino, just signed U twenty uh, libero um, as their starting libero. So, um, I have them, and then I just want to throw in a little bit of a mixture. Obviously, it's easy to say U.S. or somebody. I'm gonna throw in somebody different here. I'm gonna throw, and it's kind of just out there uh, and random. You could use them as an honorable mention if you want. No, Maybe. stick to your guns. I want to throw Japan out there though. Ooh. Uh, as a volleyball country because. That also, I'm just talking about marketable. Like it is crazy there. The volleyball oh, players it is going the nuts. Analysts. The league, there's so much money in the league there, um, and just their love for volleyball. I think it's a really incredible country, and they've been like that for a while. Um, and just what they've developed and what they've brought to the sport of volleyball, I think has been super those cool. players are are actually I think the biggest superstars of any national. Yeah. Team. No, for sure. I think that, it's not even close. Yeah, Brazil maybe is right behind. I think maybe the only other exception would be Maruf in Iran, but that's an individual. Yeah, but like there's, I mean, Nishida, Takahashi, Shikawa, those guys are 
huge. And I'll throw just because the United States doesn't have a pro league, they're gonna be my honorable mention. Ooh. Because until they get that pro league, obviously they've done so much for the sport and <clears> have incredible fair. history. That's really fair. But but until that happens There's no high, high level volleyball. Yeah, there's no it's not marketable at this point. Okay. In in the country. So Alrighty. With that being said, Mike, can you see me still? Yeah, I, I can see, see those glasses. Thank you, brother. Alrighty. Here are my top three volleyball countries in the world. Number three I'm gonna start off with a I'm gonna start off with an honorable mention. My honorable mention is gonna throw a little wrench, a little, little, little some something in here. Is the Philippines. The yeah, Philippines bro, the yes, sassiest, dude, hit it, hit it, bro. The sassiest and the most intense volleyball clips I've ever seen in my life, and they are diehard fans, and they're a pro league. And when you're there, shout out to Kalei Mount. She's there. She's a princess. Regardless, she's a princess wherever she goes. But in, in Philippines, she's truly a princess, and they support Hawaii thick and thin. Mad love, the Philippines. Number three, Dude, for my sure. Lord. I was thinking of them, too. I was thinking yep. of the Philippines for sure. Yep. Yep. Those fans Small are crazy. Mighty. And oh, yeah, on for the same reason. Those, those, those people, they love their volleyball. They do love their volleyball. Number three, I'm going to go with Joe and the V-League. Those people, I've seen their high schools. I've seen how they work their players. Everybody has a platform of a god and goddess there. They're like an army when they're walking around and they have the same drills and the same thing. It's unbelievable. I could look at these guys and be like, these guys can be a libero anywhere in the United States they ever wanted to. Very, very impressive. Number two, Wait, who's Lord. number three? Japan. Okay. Number two. Brazil, Brazil, because I hear that the Jiba mixtape from when I was a child and Joe would play on and on and on and on. Everybody knows that song. Sick, exactly, and they always show and they have the heart and they're the soul of the South American volleyball, which means they have the soul of the Latinos within them. And I believe they are number two, number one. God bless America, number one. They invented the sport of volleyball. They invented beach volleyball. The sixth man is lit. It's a legendary event. They have the most legendary tournament for the whole <laughs> nation. And they have some of the best That's volleyball fair. players that ever, ever live. And people come. And do they have four-man South Beach, Hermosa, South anywhere Bay. else? South Bay. Thank you, Joe. South Bay, Hermosa? No, they do not. No, they do not. They don't have six-man? No. And do they have do they have Wapaka anywhere else? I don't think so. And grass on the rise. Shout out to grass volleyball. With that being said, we're going to wrap it up here, guys. <laughs> I got if one thing. I, I told this on my really, quick, really quick question from Rob St. I chose one question from a group of them. Rob St. Clair, what European volleyball player would be the gnarliest in grass triples? Everybody. Oh, any Poland player. Kubiak. Not Kubiak. Uh, no, it was the same. Let, uh, Slivka. Micah? I'm going Leon. <laughs> yeah. Easy, guys. Easy. <laughs> I think any of them, man. I think any of them. I truly do. They can't. I think we'd beat them though. Any, we, I, any I, I like our chances. We'd, we'd beat them. I like our chances. I think. I think Irvin would be pretty sick because he's played threes before. Because they play oh, yeah. like and so threes. And he's just so creative. I think that'd be pretty insane to watch him play. That's true. That's yeah, true. you could pick a big beast and you'd never be able to stop him. But um, to lay on on the grass. But yeah, you take you take just a big beast, you know, and it's over. But in terms of like. Style and like creativity. I think Irvin. With that being said, always a pleasure hopping on with you boys. Running out of time here. Sorry about that. Cut it short. Just remember, if you can't hear the heat, goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Hit It Joe, Dr. Price's Electrolytes.